Hello, folks. Welcome to the Solar Fit Renewable Energy Show. Bill Gallagher back with you again today, looking out the window. 72 degrees sunny. It's a beautiful day here in Daytona Beach, Florida. I want to give a shout out to our friends at Daytona Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram for their loyal support, uh, particularly for their support for the Race to Stop Suicide, which we're all very passionate about. So thank you for what you do out there. Uh, we also a little shout out to our friend Daniel Dye, who will be driving uh, full time in the Craftsman Truck Series this year. That's coming up next week. And uh, we just picked up I think our fourth or fifth Dodge van from Daytona Dodge. So if you're in the market for a car, go out there. They have some outstanding cars. I mean, they've got Dodge Chargers. So it'll, it'll really bring back some memories when you go out there. So pretty cool. We're starting the Maserati uh, solar power installation next week. And then we'll be doing the big Dodge uh, dealership right after that. So anyway, I want to uh, invite my friend Mark Kapshinsky to the show. Mark, welcome back to the show. <laughs> hey, thanks for having me, Bill. Hey, hey, can I ask a quick question sure, first? Sure. Like if you, uh, since you're working on that Maserati project, do they give you a free Maserati as part of the part of the deal? I think they'll let me sit in one for a little bit. I'm not sure about giving one, but I'll tell you what, what a slick automobile that is. Wow. Man, yeah, totally. I, I want one of those. <laughs> well, really, it, it, if you have a chance to come uh, this way, Mark, and visit that dealership, it is truly amazing. The cars that they have down there, like 68 Chargers and, you know, Ooh. 70 uh, uh, Dodge uh, uh, Daytonas. I mean, it, it is really a place to visit. And, and while you're there, pick up one of the new Jeeps. They've got some outstanding Jeeps. I'm driving a Jeep right now, and everybody knows I drive around with a bicycle on the back of my Jeep, you know, looking for the end of the day so I can go biking. So all good over nice. here. <laughs> nice. That's excellent. <laughs> so, Mark, you know, uh, I'm out here on the West Coast, and the weather is equally good. So maybe I'll have to hop on my bike later. You're, you're inspiring me. Okay. So we're you're in Santa Monica? I'm in Santa Monica, California, yeah. Okay, tell us what it's like out there. Do folks really need to know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Tantalizing. They're up in, they're up in Montana right now. Going. I'm, I'm, I'm looking outside. It's 70, 70 degrees. There's not a cloud in the sky. And just, uh, you know, another, another you know, perfect day in paradise. You know, we got, we got through our few days of rain that, you know, uh, we were allocated. And, uh, and now it's all good. It'll be 70 and, and pretty much perfect the rest of the year. Wow. So the, the, the only, only downside of California is the traffic. How do you deal with that? Oh, man, it's, uh, it's pretty brutal. <laughs> you know, I think that's why we all work remote now, is uh, just so we don't have to commute around, because uh, traffic's pretty bad. I, I, uh, we had a team dinner, actually, last night. And, uh, you know, getting from my house to the dinner was, you know, easily over an hour to go about 10 miles. Oh, my God. So. I guess it build up an appetite when you're in, in a line. Oh, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you have, you have to just get over being car sick because of the way the like the Uber drivers, you know, stop and go in traffic. So, uh, oh you know, God. your whole equilibrium thrown off for about an hour. And then, like, you, you sit down and have to <laughs> regulate before you can dive into some. Uh, you know, good food and stuff. You know, you have to wonder how the services that deliver food even get to where they're going. If, if you're a mile away from a place and you order a whatever burger and it comes and it's ice cold, it's not definitely good, is it? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> well, enough of the food stories. So we got to get into what, Mar hey, Mark, before we go any further, I want yeah. you, if you don't mind, give us a little bit about your background. Yeah, so uh, my own personal background is, uh, you know, I'm a fintech guy, I'll say. 
um, and a marketer. Uh, I used to work for the brand uh, FreeCreditReport.com. So, uh, uh, you know, for folks uh, that remember that brand, you know, we had the uh, jingle F R E E spells FreeCreditReport.com, and it was a really fun fun business to work on. We had a, a you know an amazing team and amazing marketing budget, and we're really creative and. I learned a lot about, uh, you know, what I do today, which is, you know, marketing and performance marketing uh, through spending, you know, a little over five and a half years there and uh, really enjoyed it and uh, then continued my career um, mostly working in what's called the fintech space, uh, you know, supporting startups and financial services companies and, um, you know, just have always loved this, this, this kind of space. And so um, uh, I've now been at Energy Shares a little over a year, and the interesting thing for me is uh, I was able to bring my marketing and fintech background here, and combine it with a whole new industry uh, that you know uh, certainly was new to me, um, the renewable energy space. And so it's just been really fun to be able to say like I'm a fintech guy, but now. I've learned how to apply, you know, my background into, you know, in essence, your industry. And um, uh, just over the past year, I've been like a sponge soaking up so much knowledge and information about, you know, how you guys do what you do to build out and deploy a solar, you know, at the, you know, the, the residential level, the commercial level, the community level, and then like what we do at the uh, utility level. Uh, it's just it's super fascinating. And, um Especially, you know, it's uh, for the average person listening, uh, you see so much in the news about solar and the uh, Inflation Reduction Act and all these things uh, working together to, you know, combat climate change and get people more uh, uh, electrified using EVs and other vehicle types and, and, you know, putting solar on their homes and just changing the world. And, wow, it's, that's a pretty cool thing to be a part of. You know, and it's really, we're really just on the tip of the iceberg, aren't we, Mark? We've been doing this a long time, but it just feels like it's brand new. This technology is changing so quickly. And, of course, California yeah. really led the way, but it's it's coming here in a big way. Yeah, you know, the pace of innovation is just so fast right now. And, uh, you know, it's almost like, um, you know, I, I live in California, and, you know, like uh, we have a lot of entrepreneurs here. Uh, that built out tech companies and, you know, California kind of has this history of, of like all the way back to the, the gold rush days where people came out here looking for gold and looking to build companies. And now it's like people are coming out here to get into the energy industry. And, uh, that's kind of unique and it's really interesting to see because, you know, traditionally energy has been so centered in, in the South and in Texas and in Florida and other parts, uh, that now you have people coming here to learn about, you know, what's happening in California and some of the innovations that they're trying to do here. Um, so it's pretty cool to see, uh, how far and wide, uh, the energy industry is, is really spreading. I, I think, uh, a good, marker for that is gosh maybe 15 years ago when they started to have solar power international we go out to one of these events and they'd have some solar thermal displays and maybe they'd have one or two uh, solar electric displays right and everybody yeah. thought that was up now you go out there and everybody's in pinstripe suits and there's <clears throat> it's hard to even find a solar thermal display it's all solar power yeah yeah and um you know what's kind of interesting is just um uh, you know, I've been talking to a lot of people sort of broadly across the industry, 
And there's just so many interesting facets of how people are getting involved. And, uh, you know, and like I was talking to a, a great young lady who wrote a book all about um, encouraging girls to pursue careers in renewable energy. And so she has a whole book and book series around, you know, great case studies of women doing amazing things in renewable energy and, you know, kind of encouraging young folks to take a look at uh, possible careers in this space where, you know, like 10 years ago, you never would have thought about that. And now here it's like, wow, you could have a whole career in this space. Um, I was interestingly, uh, uh, my uncle-in-law uh, runs a uh, educational facility, um, uh, primarily for the healthcare industry, the medical industry. And he he and I were having dinner the other night, and he was telling me that he's actually looking at maybe expanding his uh, education programs to include um, you know something geared towards the energy energy industry, which is uh, you know teaching people how to become electricians. But not to work on like your home light bulb or your home systems, but actually to work on EVs and in solar uh, deployments and so on, because it seems like the industry needs more, uh, uh, you know, trained and qualified electricians. So just the world of energy is, is touching all of us in so many ways as, as consumers and as business opportunities and career opportunities. So it's great to be a part of it. Oh, indeed. And I'm really happy you brought that up about the training because uh, we, uh, the Florida Solar Energy Industry Association, along with uh, uh, FSEC, uh, we just got approved by the Department of Education for the first ever solar apprentice program. So it's going to be a statewide program. And uh, we've been working on it for a number of years, but it's coming to fruition. And, And part of it is, you know, bringing people into the industry teaching them the values of it but you know they're right on the they're right on the first step right now and what a, what a fantastic way to des- design a career that's fulfilling yeah absolutely um that's yeah, pretty cool to you know to see uh and you know it's one of those things too where i think um you know 10 years ago 15 years ago 20 years ago i mean no one was talking about, hey, I want to be in the solar industry or the renewable energy industry. You know, you know people are obviously looking at tech jobs and, you know, I'm, I'm going to go work for Google or, or Facebook. Uh, and now it's cool that people are, you know, coming up with new opportunities and, and you know, kind of new career plans for themselves that, um, you know, are, are definitely, um, you know, taking advantage of, uh, you know, this uh, transition from fossil fuels to renewable energy that we're going through. Yeah, for sure. Mark, talk about your your business, Energy Shares. Tell us what what it yeah. uh, what it is. Yeah, so so um, it's been an interesting journey for us. Uh, pretty exciting. So last year, when uh, around the time that you and I first spoke in about September, I think it was, um, we were just uh, coming, you know, and peeling the uh, the first layer of the onion back. I'll say. Um, so Energy Shares is a FINRA registered broker dealer. And uh, what that means is uh, we have um, a marketplace, as, as it's probably uh, best thought of, um, for equity crowdfunding renewable energy projects that are uh, utility scale and predominantly at the development stage, so the, that earliest stage pre-construction. And so that was our, 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 our vision, our mission, I guess, uh, and our business goal uh, of what we're trying to uh, bring to life. And so we became a FINRA registered broker dealer last year, we said right around September. 
and we've been working hard to get our platform ready to go. And uh, as part of that, uh, our first uh, what we call listings, uh, so basically the first opportunities that uh, consumers, retail investors, will be able to come look uh, at the particular offering or offerings and be able to make a decision if this is right for them to invest in um, based off of, you know, their criteria and so on. Um, and, you know, it's a way for them to ultimately decide if, if you know, they'd like to invest. Um, it's a, a way for them to participate in this sort of growth trajectory of the renewable energy industry. And sort of on the uh, solar side or the renewable energy side, it's, uh, you know, we hope that this is a new platform for uh, energy developers to raise the capital that they need at the development stage um, where, you know, it's most critical to get the projects launched, get them, you know, find the particular land, get all the permitting, get all the environmental studies, get everything done, and then ultimately get into those uh, interconnection queues uh, so that, you know, their projects can be approved and moved to uh, the construction phase. And so, um, you know, we're huge advocates for having developers really, uh, we like to say, scale and accelerate the adoption of renewable energy right now. And it's all about let's get, you know, as many of these development projects rolling, uh, get them into the interconnection queues so that they can be approved over the next few years and then be able to bring all that, you know, great solar energy uh, online um, to meet, you know, the growing demand by consumers. Yeah, excellent, Mark. You know, you're talking about the growing demand. I mean, Florida is really, I mean, I think we have somewhere around a 1,000 people a day that are moving into Florida for a lot of reasons, wow. right? You know, great great uh, weather, great taxation state, and, boy, they're coming in droves from, from up north to Florida, which means we're going to need more power, right? So yeah, we can we can import it, natural gas, and if we I guess if we need to, but you know every every solar system that's installed and uh, is wa- one less uh, one less penny that we have to import. That's that's kind of the way I look yeah. at it. You know, what do you think? yeah. I was I was looking at uh, some stats recently, and uh, you know three three stats that stand out for us is uh, the there's this growth in uh, uh, electric vehicle purchases that you know the predictions are anywhere between like. 30 to 50% of all new cars uh, by 2030, so, you know, just seven years away, will be EVs. So you have, like, all these new cars that are going to require electricity. You combine that with uh, there's this expanded growth of consumer devices in the home. So think of all the, like, uh, connected devices that you may have, TVs and phones and laptop, iPad, gaming consoles. There's a just in the last year. Last year's average uh, in 2021 was people at home had 13 devices. Last year in 2022, it had already grown to 16 devices, and it's projected to just keep growing. Where we're just getting more and more devices. So again, more need and consumption of electricity. And then I, I, the last stat that we've been tracking is um, the overall consumer need for electricity where I guess in the U.S. we use nearly 4,000 terawatt hours per year of electricity, and that's supposed to grow to over 5,100 terawatt, uh, terawatt hours by 2050. So just in under, you know, under 30 years, um, that's a lot. <laughs> that's a lot of energy uh, 
that we're going to need to produce to to meet all of our growing needs. Man, that is fascinating. Folks, uh, hold on just a minute. Stay with us. We're going to take a short break. We'll be right back. See this? It's a generator for your home. Never needs gas, no moving parts, and it's quiet as a church mills. Hurricane or power outage headed our way? No worries now. It's a solar generator for your home that works day and night and pays for itself through energy savings and tax credit. Hi, folks. This is Bill Gallagher with SolarFit. We're your Tesla-certified Powerwall installer, and the future is here. Give us a call today for all the details. 445-7606. SolarFit your life and set yourself free with the sun's free energy. Hey folks, welcome back to the Solar Fit Renewable Energy Show. Bill Gallagher, I'm talking to my friend Mark Kepsinski. Gosh, Mark, I have such a hard time with that. <laughs> Am I the only one? Come on. No, 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 you know, all my friends, but most people just either call me, you know, Cap or something like that. Okay, from now on, it's Cap. Mark Cap. Mark Capsinski. Anyway, I hope you caught the first part of the show. If you didn't go to our podcast, it was fascinating. Mark is a really cool guy, and he's he's got a a tremendous opportunity going on. Mark, a couple questions, if I could. Um, You know, during the break, we were talking a little bit, and, and I couldn't agree more that, you know, folks today are so in tune with you know, uh, electric cars, renewables, so they go out and buy a new uh, Tesla or some of these other things, and, and all of a sudden they think that, all right, I'm off the grid. Talk about that a little bit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, you know, look, uh, uh, we think it's great that people are buying, you know, Teslas or other EVs and, you know, even like, the uh, you know, uh, you know, becoming more electrified electrical appliances and so on. Um, and, and that's great. Keep doing that. Uh, the challenge, right, is that, I don't think most uh, average consumers realize that the way the electricity gets produced uh, uh, for you know them to charge that vehicle is still coming from a fossil fuel-based uh, production facility or production plant. Um, the key stat here is that uh, 61% of U.S. electricity is still produced by fossil fuels, and you know that's the big you know, call it bogey that we have to all be shooting for, which is how do we reduce that dependency on fossil fuels? And as we all transition to more uh, electric-based lifestyles with EVs and devices and so on, appliances, um, we need, you know, uh, renewable energy sources to produce all of that electricity and, and reduce that dependency on fossil fuels. And, you know, we use, as, as I kind of was stated before, you know, our growing demand is, you know, 5,100 terawatt hours of power that we're going to need in the next 30 years. I mean, that's a lot of electricity per year that has to be produced. And if we can, you know, offset that now by doing it with renewable energy, I mean, we're, we're certainly helping ourselves. We're saving the planet and, you know, we're, we're creating a sustainable lifestyle for all of us into the future, which is, um, you know, something that we all have to be thinking about. Yeah, for sure. I got a question for you. you sure. This this may be difficult to answer, but it's, it's really kind of hard to understand. Even that there there seems to be, you know, some pushback from different entities. And I guess one of the one of the major things I've got is kind of political. So it's like, mm-hmm. oh, you know, people are saying solar, and we can't switch to solar, and it's almost putting, I don't know, un, undue pressure on the solar side of it when no one that I know believes that solar is going to replace fossil fuel anytime soon. I mean, it's a transition, isn't it? 
Yeah, you know, it, you know, I think, yes, it's a transition. And I think a lot of it is just a simple awareness, you know, uh, and, and that's, I think, a big mission that I have, you know, you know, here at Energy Shares is just let's drive awareness of how all this works. Um, it's funny, we're, um, we're working on a little uh, e-book, as we call them, that will be available on our website, you know, in the coming months. Um, and it's just like a, a little guidebook on how to build a solar farm. Uh, and it's, you know, at a, at a, uh, uh, readability level for the average consumer. So, you know, not to make it overly technical, right? It's to make it simple that, like, most people just don't understand that, like, you can't just go out and get a piece of land and start, you know, rolling out solar panels, right? It, it actually takes a lot of effort and planning and studying and research and planning, um, permitting and so on and approvals. Uh, so it's a big project to make this happen. And so, we, yes, we will be using fossil fuels, um, you know, in conjunction with renewable energy uh, for, a, you know, probably a long time still. But the thing is, like you said, it's a transition. And we have to go from, you know, 61% of our electricity produced from fossil fuels today to a much more manageable number um, that, you know, helps us, you know, ultimately, you know, protect our lifestyle, protect our planet. And the more education we can provide people how to do this, how to get involved, and, um, you know, just how it continues to, I think, support uh, businesses, how it supports uh, our next generation of, of uh, young folks growing up into new careers. You know, this isn't like, hey, we're just taking away, you know, your, 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 your like the gas station or the gas pump. You know, this is about, this is an entire movement and transition from one uh, electrical source to another or energy source, rather, from one to another. I mean, that's a massive thought that probably none of us really saw happening. And now it's happening. And now it's also starting to pick up some uh, accelerated pace, uh, given, you know, the Inflation Reduction Act and other things that are happening out there to promote um, people to, um, you know, get EVs, start using more electricity instead of uh, the fossil fuels, um, and incentivizing what I keep calling the back end, uh, the utility scale stuff, to start moving uh, this direction as well. So um, it's about little wins. It's not about, you know, hey, we're just going to magically change things overnight. Um, but we have to get started because, uh, you know, back to this idea of how to build a solar farm. You can't just do it overnight. It, it takes time. And, you know, just getting through the development stage can take, you know, two, three, four, five years before you can even start construction. And that's still before you can even start generating power. So, you know, if you think of starting today, it could be, you know, seven, ten years from now that um, that you actually start reaping the benefits of a solar farm. And the key is, if we don't start today, you're always going to be that five to ten years out. And so that's what we're encouraging folks to do is get involved, start the process now so that when, you know, it becomes really more critical for us to be dependent on renewable energy in, in call it, 10, 20, 30 years, you know, we already have the majority of the infrastructure converted and ready to go. Well, I think you're, what you're doing, Mark, and your company is doing is incredible to have the foresight to, to, to 
you know, kind of push this mission forward because just like you say, it, it's not like residential. You don't say, okay, I'm going to go down and get a permit and just start doing it. You, you've got to right. purchase the land. You've got to purchase the equipment. You've got to get approvals and everything like that. And we need somebody like uh, you and your team to, to help us do that. Yeah, well, uh, we appreciate, you know, obviously the shout-out and appreciate the opportunity to get, you know, the message out. And, you know, for us, like I said, we, we, we just want people to get involved and start to understand what's happening and, and, you know, figure out how they want to participate in, you know, this kind of future of renewable energy. And, you know, we want to work with folks all across the industry to you know, just, you know, collectively push this thing forward. And, you know, like I said, it's a big transition to go from an entirely – uh, an entire dependence on one energy source to the thought of using another one. Uh, that's no simple task, and um, it does require all of us to be involved in some capacity. And, um, you know, we're, we're trying to do our part at Energy Shares to help be a catalyst for, for some of this change. Hey, got a question for you. You're out in California there. And of course, so many people have solar out there. And uh, now more and more people are getting uh, electric cars. What are you seeing as far as the electric cars being able to actually power the house? Do you see a lot of that transition going back and forth? I haven't seen too much of that specifically. Um, you know, a lot of people right now, it's, you know, it, it's still, you know, it, it just goes back to, I guess, the education comment I'll make, which is, you know, people hear about the uh, rebates on vehicles and the you know, tax incentives um, but there, people don't really know what that means, uh, you know. And, and again, it's like this education process is still lacking in terms of like, hey, what should I do? And you know, what are, what's the right battery technology that I should be using? And you know, how do all these different pieces come together? Right? Like, if I if I put solar on my house, how does that like take care of my house? How does that charge my vehicle? If I have excess capacity in my vehicle, how can I put that back in the house? Like, these are, like, not easy concepts to totally understand. Uh, you know, we're used to, you call the electrical company, they flip a switch, and you have power, right? And, you, you know, it free flows in your house as long as you can pay for it, right? right? And now we're moving to a world where people have to understand how power works and how much power are they getting from their solar panels, and is it being stored so that they can consume it when it's, you know, raining out or it goes, you know, it gets dark at night. You know, it's putting some pressure on the consumer to learn more about how power works and, and how they, in essence, survive off of it. And you know what? That's not easy. And, and that's sort of our challenge as an industry is, like, how do we make this easier for people so that they can move to it? reap the benefits of it, meaning they can get, you know, cool new EV vehicles, they can hopefully reduce their um, uh, electricity prices and costs, and, uh, you know, and, and, you know, do some good around, you know, climate change, kind of like all these things that we want to have happen. It's not easy for the average consumer to understand how it all works. And again, I, I, I challenge our industry to figure out how do we better make it easier for people to do all of this. And, um, you know, again, that's what we as energy shares are trying to advocate for is, is just continued education. we got to keep educating, keep making it easier. Um, you know, I know even for ourselves, like uh, our parent company, Solarian, you know, has a great team of engineers and solar developers. And 
you know, when they talk to me about stuff, like my head's, uh, you know, just trying to consume all the knowledge. And I have to always remember, it's like, I got to take this and try to translate it and make it easy for, you know, the average person to understand it all. And, um, um, you know, that's uh, no easy task, no. but um, that's what we have to do. Well, you're, you're doing a great job on it. Mark, if people want to learn more about energy shares, how, ca- how can they reach you or your company? Yeah, you know, the easiest way is just come to our website, energysharesus.com, energysharesus.com. Um, we're excited. Uh, I will say also that uh, we now are on social media. Um, when I first was talking with you, we, we hadn't launched social media yet because we, are, we had just become this uh, FINRA registered broker-dealer, uh, which has some specific uh, compliance and regulatory uh, things that we have to adhere to. Uh, but now our social media has launched, so we do have a presence on Instagram as well as Facebook um, and LinkedIn. And then we're growing our presence on um, TikTok and YouTube coming soon. And, um, you know, we have uh, hopefully, um, again, easy ways for people to start to learn more. Definitely, if folks are out there, definitely check out our Instagram page. Um, it's just uh, at Energy Shares. Um, it's great. Uh, we are posting a ton of great insights and educational materials out there in a again easy to consume manner, uh, so people can continue uh, continuously learn about what's happening in our our industry. Awesome, Mark. We're about out of time, folks. I wanna I wanna thank you again, Mark, for coming on. And folks, uh, get ready for next week. Come on down to Daytona Beach and watch Daniel die. Hopefully, win the Craftsman Truck Race. Mark, thanks again, man, for coming on. We'll we'll do it again soon. Sounds great, Bill. Thanks so much for having me. Really appreciate it. You're welcome. Have a good weekend, folks. Thanks, everyone. See ya. Bye. SolarFit Renewable Energy Radio Show paid for by SolarFit.